Hello and welcome to Publish Me, a monthly podcast series from the AS21 Podcast Network where we explore the publishing process of the fantasy epic The Will of the Magi. I'm your host, Keith F. Shufflin, publisher of AS21 Media, and joining me as always is... Harvey Painter, artist of, of the cover of Will of the Magi and uh, designer for AS21. And Paul Dixon Russell, the author of The Will of the Magi. Hope everyone's doing well. And our recurring guest back with us this month... Ori Parker. Editor-in-Chief, AS21 Media, LLC. Woo, Corey! Welcome back, Corey. This is your fourth appearance on the podcast now, right? Great to be here. Yes, I think so. And we have actual genuine progress to discuss. Yes. So I just say first, this is Chapter 32 of the Publishing Podcast, the November 2017 edition, where we will be talking about National Novel Writing Month, which started this past Wednesday, November 1st. So first up, let's get an update. So we turn to Corey Parker. So Paul has sent me the final version, and I have been reading it. And for our recent AS21 annual that came out uh, a week or two ago, <clears throat> I actually sent Paul edit on chapter one, which he has approved. So uh, a little bit is actually finished. Very tiny bit. So it's about 3,500 of the 250,000 words. Paul, how many chapters are there? 45 chapters, and then 47 if you include the prologue and the epilogue. Okay, and this is chapter one. So that's one forty-seventh of the book is done. <laughs> Woohoo! Yes! Progress! <laughs> uh, so I'm in the process of, of reading the final draft, and this will be my third or fourth time through the first ten chapters or so. And then my second time through after that. And even just reading chapter one the other day for the fourth time, I picked up on something I missed the previous like three or four times. So it's uh, it's an iterative process. You always catch stuff. You probably catch stuff after we print the book too. So it goes. Yeah, it's amazing that I mean, you'll see finished books by even the, some of the biggest authors with mistakes in them. And you're thinking, how did someone not catch that? Then you realize, well, that means there must have been many other things they were caught or, you know, you you can't catch everything. So Big authors, I think, probably have more mistakes because with their reputation, uh, people are a little more hesitant to right. make decisions with them. Yeah, I, I, was, I know I still find things that are wrong in, uh, like, The Eye of the World by Robert Jordan, Frank Herbert's Dune. And Lord of the Rings, I still find editions that have definite spelling errors and other things. So I always find that funny. So uh, this is the November 2017 edition. Uh, thank you for joining us. We can find this podcast on Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and our home on the web, audio.as21.com. This is the uh, 32nd chapter of this continuing epic in and of itself for the... Uh, for this podcast series. <laughs> you, you think Paul's book is long. What do you see when we're done recording this podcast? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so what's everybody been up to this month? I started two new jobs this past week. Wow. Woo-hoo! I started a job at a local uh, printer in Columbia, Maryland called Indigo Inc. Um, I started on Halloween and... 
of course, I showed up in my uh, Ravenclaw student uniform um, <laughs> in costumes. Because, of course, I did. And there who was in costume, but, you know, now they know what they're dealing with. <laughs> uh, it speaks really, well that they hired you still. Did you just say, wait, I thought we were supposed to wear uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Um, I like it so far. Pretty cool job. Pretty cool people. And there are not one, not two, but three office dogs. Oh, that's awesome. I'm also starting a part-time bartending job, so let's see if I can keep up both at the same time. Right. Exciting life and times of a struggling artist. Yeah. Well, the uh, the Ren Fair finished up its season, so obviously you were relieved of that position now. So how how was that? I definitely enjoyed wearing costumes all the time, uh, so that was fun. And I think I would definitely go back next year. Sorry to say we missed it this year. We weren't able to make it out a single day. Luckily, the weather was pretty good uh, the whole time. Uh, it was a little bit hot, but at least it didn't get freezing. Um, so, yeah. No, overall, good experience. All right, Paul, how was, your, how was October for you and Halloween and such? October and Halloween were kind of dead around here. <laughs> they did a trunk or treat in my town the saturday beforehand so no one came by you know at all you know, halloween so i have candy for myself now you say trunk or treat yes trunk or treat they choose a large parking lot somewhere all the families drive there park their cars pop the trunk and you're you know the kids walk around to the various cars to pick up their candy and the parents chill by their cars, handing out the candy. That way, everyone sees everything, and nothing can possibly go wrong. Huh. Yeah, I've I've heard about other communities that have done that, particularly ones that are like cul-de-sacs or condo yeah. complexes and things. I'm an old school traditionalist. I say, send your kid out of the house for a few hours, and hopefully, they come back with food. <laughs> back in my day. You kicked your kids out of the house at four, and they came back at midnight. <laughs> you ate the good stuff. Back when I used to trick or treat, we would all go to the rich neighborhood near my house, Turf Valley, because there would be like these huge rich houses, and like there would be at least three or four houses all handing out uh, like full size candy bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what my kids did this year. They they did star neighborhood and went across the street to the big houses. <laughs> <laughs> Smart kids. Yeah. Oh, and Paul, I understand you have a new member of the family as well. Yes, I have brought a new kitten into the family. Loki is officially ten weeks old. Come here. I got him. Oh, there we go. So I know everyone listening to the podcast can't see. But I know everyone else can. Oh, oh, that poor terrorized kitten. (laughs) You should see what he does around here. He's the tiny terror. (laughs) You know, Simba's fighting back, but it's a losing battle for her already. Hey, Corey, what have you been up to? Other than work, I have been... uh, I took a short trip to New Orleans, so I was there for halloween which was absolutely freaking nuts (laughs) a little too crazy for my taste but uh it was very interesting very fun trip what they do down there for halloween i mean everyone dresses up and there are several streets 
where, I mean, there's no traffic and the people are just like out in the street. They're in all the clubs and restaurants and bars. and It's just nuts. Yeah, it was kind of a, I was surprised. It was a very low-key Halloween for us in our neighborhood. I only had nine kids come by the house the whole night while <laughs> my kids went out with my wife and did their trick-or-treating and brought back two big bags full of candy. Nice. And I I was dressed as uh, the 12th Doctor with uh, baby powder in my hair to make myself look about 20 years older. And uh, every trick-or-treater that came to the door, I was like, what species? What planet of origin? <laughs> and the kids were just looking at me like, huh? This one? I'm like, oh, how boring. <laughs> Suppose you want candy then. <laughs> I like that. All right, so on to the meat of the podcast. So first of all, this podcast this month is brought to you by the Charlottesville Book Fair coming to Charlottesville, Virginia, November 18th, hosted by former guest of the podcast, Carolyn O'Neill. It's bringing together a bunch of independent authors and publishers to downtown Charlottesville for a few hours on Saturday the 18th. Uh, we have a lot of great books on display, a lot of, a lot of new authors that are displaying for the first time. So, nice opportunity to get out and find some good books. We'll be there in force with, I uh, uh, should have a couple authors with me and be selling new books, including American Presidents at War by Thomas P. Atheridge. And uh, we'll be, uh, will this be on the final by Bianca Palmisano, both former guests of the podcast. And uh, we should have some, also some special deals as we get ready for the holiday season. So Nice. Uh, if you're in the Charlottesville area or not, just drive there anyway because, you know, it's a great town. What's the weather going to be like? Uh, I actually haven't looked. With me most days, it's um, if I know the weather tomorrow, then it's, it's surprising. <laughs> As for me, you know, it's been busy. We got the annual out on October 21st. We had an event at Walls of Books and uh, Corey joined me as well as... Uh, as one Chief of Visual Design, John Mulcahy, and creatives James D. King and Thomas B. Atheridge to do readings from this year's annual. And Corey gave a nice talk about some of the great short stories we had in this edition. And of course, it was, you know, we had a poster of the cover art as designed by Rana Gaynor, so looking fantastic. And we even had uh, printouts uh, of it as well, in case there are any kids that want to do some coloring and there wasn't a doubt of it, but we're hoping to ha have some at Charlottesville. So nice. Otherwise, it's been just a busy month. Uh, we had uh, AS21 announced this past week that uh, another former guest of the podcast, Evan Tucker, is signed as our newest creative. So we're up to 14 creatives now. And with him, we're working more on the audio work. Yeah, if you thought that this podcast was long, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a lot of audio content coming from that man. <laughs> that's a good thing, though. We like these kind of things. Absolutely. Well, I, like I was saying, we're storytellers. We like good stories. We want to get them out there. And whether that be written, audio, or video, we got it. We got stuff coming. We've got two. We usually post two episodes of video series every week. There's the weekly video series, 21 seconds. And we also alternate between episodes of AS20 Live and AS21 Unboxed. And uh, then we have the monthly video series, Creative Speaking. And then we have now 10 podcast series adding this month, 
the first episode of History of a Symphony with Evan Tucker, to be followed by Modern, Modern Jewish Literature with Evan Tucker, which were both educational podcasts. These are classes that he's teaching in the Pikesville, Maryland area, or Baltimore, Maryland area. And we're, you know, he's teaching the classes and we're recording them and we're putting them out on as podcasts to kind of extend their reach beyond the classroom. So check those out as they come available starting, I believe, the first episode of History of Symphony is due to launch in 10 days. So be on the lookout for that. It should be very educational. So enjoy. So now it is November 2017 and this is the third time we've reached November in this podcast. The first time we had on AS21 creative Eileen Vega, author of Dating as Told by the Modern Whore, to discuss how she wrote her entire book during November, which is National Novel Writing Month. Woohoo! So now it's National Novel Writing Month once again. We had done uh, a poll out on our Facebook page to ask if anyone was interested and was taking part, anyone wanted to share what they were doing. And as of last check, no comments on the post. But we did get some reactions, and I tried. (laughs) This was interesting because we we did this as a a boosted post and everything to try to hopefully get some people reacting, and we got a few likes and we got a few hearts. Yeah, all in all, it's actually thirteen likes and one angry. (laughs) So. I mean, I was, uh, we went ahead and commented on that, why the angry reaction, but the the person didn't respond. So, yeah, that was something against National Novel Writing Month? I don't know. (laughs) So, but we do have several new followers to the Publish Me podcast page, thanks to that ad being posted. So we are now up to, let's see, 140 people liking the page. Woohoo! And let's see, the newest... The latest three, uh, I got on, I was say more, Steve Howard, looks like the last like. Okay. Before him, Buslige Arge is in Goma. Thank you for taking and, care of that. <laughs> and Megan Stewart. All right. Hey, well, welcome. Thank you for checking out the podcast uh, page, and hopefully you're listening along with us as we continue this adventure through the weeds of the publishing process. So now, uh, back to talk about National Novel Writing Month. So now Paul has finished writing Will the Magi. So he's kind of just waiting for Corey to get him chapters. So in the meantime, he's decided to punish himself further by attempting the <laughs> NaNoWriMo challenge. So Paul, yep. please fill us in. What are you doing? And how crazy are you? <laughs> uh, crazier than most people. I want to finish this entire novel in one month. Obviously, this is not a 250,000-word epic. No, this is a traditional, more fantasy story. I'm aiming for 100 to 120,000 words. (laughs) Okay. Maybe as few as 90. So, (laughs) we'll see. I haven't written anything yet, and this is day... What is it? Day three of NaNoWriMo yet? So, woohoo for me. Um... (laughs) But I have my entire plot taken care of. For the listeners who remember, earlier this year, I did a poll asking people, you know, I put out like 18 story ideas. It's like, which one do you want to see me write next? 
and there was a tie for first place, so I chose one of those two, and the tentative title is The Scaled Lady at this point. Cool. That's why you were asking me about, like, drawing, like, scales and dragons and scaled people. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I have a couple really fun ideas for the cover, but they're complex again. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, maybe you didn't know this about me, but I'm a bit of a detective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i don't know why that was so funny but it was we like funny funny good yes funny. all right so it's it's you know as we're recording this it's day three and you have yet to write anything do you at least have an outline oh yeah okay. i have the entire thing outlined and i have the mass majority of everything plotted out scene by scene bit by bit in my head just you know, the whole taking out of the head in, into the computer is the issue. Okay. National Writing Month, so you're allowed to like outline it um, before yeah. the month starts. But then, like, oh yeah. Uh, okay. You could you could even I mean, start writing also, it before the month starts if you wanted to. Really? The whole goal for Nano is just write. Try your best to write fifty thousand words. Mm. Whatever. That's the that's the goal that the site and organization set out. I'm just a moron going for more. Because if you break it down, 50,000 words in 30 days works out to 1,667 words a day, which is roughly, you know, I type single spaced, so two and a half pages, double spaced, mm -hmm. five or six pages. That's okay. not that hard to do. My thing is, like, I'm putting myself, because I want to get myself into a dedicated writing position where I'm doing this daily for the rest of my life because I have too much stuff to produce at this point. Mm. So I want to do a book a month in my you know upcoming future so that I got to get myself into this groove because my goal is to try and get to like 10 to 12,000 words a day. That's what I want to be able to do. James Patterson, look out. Here comes Paul Dickinson <laughs> Russell. <laughs> I'm coming for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you should just change your middle name to Dickens. Hey, there you go. <laughs> now, wait, you don't pay by the word, do you? <laughs> no, we do not. Some other outlets Shucks. do this. Yes, they do. <laughs> so keep that in mind for the future. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm actually reading Nicholas Nickleby right now, so I'm I'm steeped into the Dickens right now. After just finishing Children of Dune, so I'm I'm three books into the Dune series now. Oh, nice. Are you enjoying the extra books now? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 they're good. They're good. Uh, I never expected to get this deep into into Doom, but yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. So, so the goal is usually fifty thousand, but you're aiming for a hundred plus thousand. Yeah. Okay. The benefit I have is also most people have full work schedules. Mm -hmm. My job this month, I'm only working nine days, oh. so I have twenty one days to write. So, we. No, oh. oh, nice. All right, so what different ways are you using to try to spur yourself on in doing this? I mean, the main thing right now is I actually have a set work schedule. So I have like, I know what days I'm working. And with that, I have all these days, obviously, where I'm not working. I have a list of things I have to get done. And then by one o'clock, everything is done. And one o'clock, I get at my computer and I just turn on the music shut everything off, and I'm not getting up from my computer 
until nine or ten o'clock in the evening, and however much I can get done, I can get done. The best I've been able to do, which I did with Magi, was I was able to my high, my highest point do almost fifteen thousand words one day in about six hours, seven hours. Wow. So that's when I want to see if I can start working on that. My goal is to see if I can max out and get over 3,000 words written an hour and just keep that kind of pace up. Cool. I can do something similar when I draw. Like I like to sep- separate like a huge chunk of time like just to do art like, like nonstop. Like I hate like sitting down for like an hour and then getting up and doing something else. Like I can't get into a groove at all. Yeah, that's that's always been my biggest problem. But always throwing myself in and thinking, all right, I'm going to write 10,000 words today. That's always my problem. I, I set myself with this unrealistic goal in terms of word length. Now I'm mm-hmm. reversing it, being like, all right, this is the time I have. Whatever I write in that time was the goal, just to use that time for it. And that's why I'm going to make that quick, quick little mental switch. And of course, uh, one thing I know in some of the advice they give for NaNoWriMo, they recommend don't worry about editing. Editing you could do later. And even then, will you have someone be reviewing it as you go, like someone looking over some of it, or are you just going to hold it until it's all done? I'm going to be writing. uh, My goal is to write this so fast. I don't think I have any editors in my circle who could keep up with this kind of production if I can pull it (laughs) off. So. I'm, all, I'm just going to hold on to it at this point. Plus, it also makes me feel good when I can be like, hey, I have a whole book. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, what's nice is you have that good group of beta readers that you put together oh, yeah. for Well the Magi that I'm sure would be willing to step up once again, you know, if they're still alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone's still kicking, um, including my 94-year-old grandmother who really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, good. Good. If my book is going to do great in nursing homes. <laughs> <laughs> well, holding doors open and, you know. Exactly. Now, I wouldn't recommend bathroom reading because if they drop it, they're going to be stuck there for a while. Oh. I can't pick it up. Oh. I, I've probably said this before, but I've told you uh, Jerry Seinfeld's advice for writers, right? You probably have early on. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. So Jerry had this very simple place. He'd get a calendar, a wall, a wall calendar that, you know, just a poster with all the the full year on it every day you write put an x on the day and what you need to do is make a chain just keep writing don't break the chain put black x every day until you get a whole week a whole month you know months at a time of just black x's every day just keep writing don't break the chain Uh, so obviously for i like that NaNoWriMo, that's pretty much a requirement. Just keep writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't stop whatever you do. Yeah, I need to sit down and do some hardcore writing, but the internet is so distracting, especially you oh, know, yeah. with uh, living and working in Washington, D.C. these days. But we're not going to get into that. No, 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 no. Yeah. I've, I've been having extra fun because I've been building up my personal facebook page so that's been entertaining at this point as well (laughs) yeah i can say i'm working on facebook no 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 you're not working on facebook paul i work on facebook every day but yeah but (laughs) i I have to unfortunately that's part of you know the many responsibilities for as21 so right 
<laughs> okay, so when we come back next month, Paul, we expect to hear some successful remarks here. Of course. I fully intend on that. <laughs> All right, so the question is, Corey, Rana, who's taking bets? On whether he'll finish it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Ooh, good question. What's the word count handicap here? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's saying what, one hundred and twenty thousand, Paul? One hundred twenty thousand. Hmm. Okay. So let's let's go uh, an over under of let's be conservative and let's say he the actual NaNoWriMo pledge of fifty thousand. What do you guys think? And do the under over under? Yeah, I'd take def- that. I think he'll definitely get to fifty thousand. Okay, so you're taking the over. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Corey, are you also on the over? Yeah, I'm on the over for that. Amount. Okay, so maybe we should aim a bit higher, like seventy-five thousand. Mm. Yeah, seventy-five. Rada says at least seventy-five. All right, take the under. Corey, what do you think? Yeah, Corey, take... under seventy-five. Okay, Corey takes the under. Rana takes the over. <laughs> uh, I, I right. think I'm betting. Hmm. Well, Keith, what are you betting? Uh, uh... some of that Halloween candy. Yep. Oh, no, there's not going to be any Halloween candy left in December. Come on, <laughs> we're lucky if it makes it past Charlottesville. <laughs> <laughs> Loser buys a round of drinks for everyone when Magi's finally published. Yeah, okay. Define uh-huh. everyone. The four okay. of us. The four of us. Okay. This group, yes. All right. So, so that's going to be All right. your best. So, Paul, you yeah. need to actually come down here for that. <laughs> yes, I will come down there for that. <laughs> no, I think that, I I'm think planning on some trips down there anyway. All right. I think that's reasonable. The, the loser yeah, buys a round of drinks okay. for everyone. Okay. And they buy Keith right. most of the root beer available. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, any great so knee high? Keith, what's your bet for this? You going over or under? Uh, I'm going to go under on 75. Okay. Not because I don't think you can do it. I just know what life is. And yes. Life gets in the way. <laughs> Doesn't it always? Yes. That should be the motto for this podcast. What? Life gets in the <laughs> way? <laughs> yeah. I just wrote everything down for that. Okay, cool. Hey, you wrote something. <laughs> Yay! Okay, all right. So we got the plan. We got the bet. So you got a little extra encouragement for you there, Paul. I like this plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to put a poll up on the Publish Me page, and you can vote on whether you agree the over or the under. <laughs> that we're looks not, like fun. We're not going to expect you to also uh, take part in the the actual betting but hey if you want to have side bets you're more than welcome to do your uh, on your own and i must say that uh no money will exchange hands at any time and <laughs> this is above table betting yeah absolutely all in good fun okay so uh what else do you have planned for the month obviously paul you have a busy month of writing yep rana you have actually something big coming up uh next was it two weeks from now or yeah, um, I am, some of you might remember last month, or sorry, no, September, I helped host a tech job fair in D.C. called Job Fun Fair. Well, we're doing it again, this time in Spaces Arlington, uh, 1101 Wilson Boulevard, Arlington, Virginia. Uh, job Fun Fair 2.0. It's another tech job fair, and this time we promise to have a lot more fun features uh, than last time, including, but not limited to, prize drawings and swag bags. So we're getting fancy up in here. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's a brand new uh, Spaces location. It's not even open yet. So 
Well, that, uh, that's the be... former artosphere, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually got a chance to take a look inside. It looks pretty gorgeous right now. And like, I didn't even see with all the furniture in it. Cool. So, they kept up the like ceiling installations and a, a bunch of the features of the old building and sort of built around some of it, which is really cool. Nice. So, yeah, so that's the Artisphere, which was a, a county-run facility for a while that unfortunately didn't do as well. Prior to that, it was the Museum, which is, and when it was the Museum, it was most well-known as the place President Bartlett got shot in season one of The West Wing. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, they, they filmed that whole scene at the base of the uh, walk down from the old museum in Arlington. Yeah. Yeah, cool. right, near the, right near where they used to have the pieces of the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there's your West Wing trivia for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, we always have to fit something in. What was the website again? Jobfunfair.com. So, if you are looking for a tech job or you just wanted to come do some networking or, you know, come check out uh, the new spaces location in Arlington, Virginia, it's going to be 3 to 8 p.m. on Friday, November 17th. Check it out. Good hours. So if you if you have a regular job already, but you're looking for something new, come on out after work. Uh, that's on the Roslyn Metro Station, which is on the orange, blue, and silver lines of a DC metro. And parking isn't too bad around that area, too. So, yeah, plenty of ways to get over there. There is a parking garage below the building. Yes. Um, where space is located. So there's that, too. Yeah, it's not that infamous parking garage in Rosin, but it's still a parking garage nonetheless. <laughs> uh, sadly, that parking garage was recently knocked down. Aww. Yeah. All right, uh, Corey, what do you have coming up the rest of this month? The Will of the Magi. By Paul <laughs> you may have heard of it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, also trying to get some work done on the latest Hive sequel, correct? Right? Yes. Now, I need, I need to finish that this month as well, before Thanksgiving, but that should take time. And, you know, this has been bugging me the whole time. Can I ask you a question, Paul? Sure. Reading chapter one, I've noticed that everyone's name starts with A, except for Aiden's father. Mm -hmm. And I'm just wondering if the fact that his name starts with L has some future in, Or am I just, like, reading way, way too deeply here? You don't have to answer. He's smiling. <laughs> yeah, I can see it. <laughs> you can see it, Corey. I but plead yeah. the fifth. Our podcast audience can't see it. So, yes, he had this wry yeah, smile so. on his face. <laughs> the dimples are in full view. He's <laughs> <laughs> Yes, okay. Y you don't want to invoke the spoiler alert for this episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alerts in... Okay. All right. That's fine. That's when I'm up. We'll say that's a deep-seated thing. If it it may come up, it may not. I'm working mm. on whether my audiences will tolerate that one. Okay. Okay. All right. And of course, for me, we've got the Charlottesville Book Festival on November 18th. I'm also going to try to make it out to the Job Fun Fair on November 17th. And we'll try. To, I need to talk to Ron a little bit more about that. Uh, and then, of course. We have coming up Thanksgiving, followed by Black Friday, then Small Business Saturday. We'll be announcing 
uh, sometime in the next week or so, the specials from AS21 that will run from Small Business Saturday through Cyber Monday. So be sure to check that out. And remember to think small, shop small on Saturday, November 27th. And then continue on You're doing your online shopping on Cyber Monday. And then, of course, Giving Tuesday, the day after that, where you give back to charities and such. And then after that, we're looking at we should have an event either at the end of this month or early in December for American Presidents at War. We will be having the official launch party for the book at the Library of Congress with Thomas B. Etheridge. Uh, so be on the lookout for information about that. And then we're going to be starting to plan a series of events in December with our friends Walls and Books in Washington, D.C. for our annual hashtag give a book holiday promotion. So we're going to be hoping to do a bunch of events at Walls and Books and try to just get people out. Remember when it's holiday season, if you're having trouble coming up with gifts for those special people in your lives, give a book. In fact, we have a number of great books we'd love to suggest. (laughs) So be on the lookout for all those sort of updates from AS21 and the like. Yeah, hopefully you'll find something good good that you really enjoy. Because we certainly know we have some excellent books available. Some excellent stories have been told. And we're here to share them with you all. All right. So that concludes the November 2017 edition of the Publish Me Podcast, Chapter 32, NaNoWriMo Revisited and Corey Parker Returns. Huzzah. Huzzah. (laughs) All right. So we'll be back next month, Chapter 33. I have a guest in mind, but I haven't officially gotten them on board yet. Hopefully we'll have some stuff on that. We'll be able to check in from Paul to see how he did on the NaNoWriMo Challenge. We'll have news from Rana on how the job fun fair went and her experiences of balancing several jobs at once. And then we'll have a recap of Charlottesville Book Festival as well. So for the most part, we'll be talking recap of Charlottesville Book Festival and following up on NaNoWriMo. So that. Be sure to check us out next month for Chapter 33 in December 7th, 2017. Remember, uh, find us on Podomatic, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, and audio.as21.com. If you want to reach out to us, facebook.com slash publishpodcast, on Twitter at publishpodcast, or email us, publishpodcast at as21.com. For AS21 Media, I am publisher Keith F. Shovlin. I am... Corey Parker, Editor-in-Chief, AS21 Media, LLC. I'm Rana Gaynor, Artist-in-Residence for AS21 Media. And as always, I'm Paul Dickinson-Russell, the author of The Will of the Magi. Remember, where there are thoughts and ideas, there are stories. We'll see you next month. Copyright 2017. AS21 Media LLC, all rights reserved. AS21 Media. What do you want your story to be?